WTEL podcasts are powered by Stanley Steamer Air Duct Cleaning, Delaware's clean air experts. Call 1-800-STEAMER. And the story of kind of an old-time scientist, uh, even you might describe him as an old-time hippie who uh, all of a sudden saw that there might be a relationship? Yeah, um, thanks for having me. So uh, Paul Stamets in, in the 80s uh, noticed that that uh, his, his uh, garden giant mushroom was attracting bees, and uh, he was curious why and and, you know they'd actually move away wood chips near the mushroom to get at that mushroom's mycelium those are the little fibers um, that look like cobwebs um, underneath uh, mushrooms and and he he saw that the the bees were actually kind of drinking the the the, uh, fluid in in the mycelium and um, and then more recently um, Paul Stamets did some uh, research with um, DOD, the, the Department of Defense, actually, um, and found that um, that that mushrooms have uh, various antiviral um, qualities. And um, more recently, he's been applying uh, his research uh, to bees. So he um, so he realized that that these antiviral qualities um, were possibly attracting the honeybees, and he got in touch with some researchers out in Washington State, um, suggesting that it might help help the bees and and help them fight off uh, viruses um, that that have affected bee colonies uh, worldwide. So, have they established a cause and effect? Yeah. Um, so the, the the scientists. So he he basically contacted these researchers who have been working on you know various problems facing bees. Um, and there's these mites uh, called varroa mites, and uh, they've they've been sort of decimating uh, bee colonies and causing colony collapse. Um, and uh, scientists used this mushroom extract and uh, fed it to um, in, in 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 studies fed it. Uh, to bees in in their their sugar syrup uh, mixture, and these these are uh, not wild bees, but but uh, honeybees, agricultural honeybees, and uh, it reduced uh, viruses uh, incredible amounts. Um, so it's a really positive uh, sign that that these mushroom extracts could could be extremely helpful um, to bee populations. It's still early research, so we'll see where it goes, but it's uh, definitely uh, promising material. Uh, hypothetically, you would inject it into the hive or other places? So um, so for wild bees, um, wild bees you know, would obviously be um, zipping around and looking for sources of sugar, and uh, so Stamets has ideas on um, creating a, a bee feeder where, where he would uh, you know, send people a subscription service of, of this uh, of this mushroom extract, and, and people could just leave out a feeder that would uh, feed wild bees. Um, the the extract as well as sugars, um, and then in uh, in an agricultural setting, basically it would be part of uh, of how um, beekeepers are, are feeding their their hives. So the, so they usually use like a a sugar syrup, and so just a little bit of extract. I think one percent of of the overall syrup mixture would be mushroom extract, and then that would uh, that would help help the bees when facing these uh, these viruses. Is it various and, species uh, of mushroom or one particular one? So uh, the study that, that recently came out uh, last Thursday, um, it, it detailed uh, two mushroom species where, where this had worked 
they're working on uh, the researchers and and uh, and Paul Stamets are working on more um, more research together, and um, you know there might be uh, more mushrooms and, and different uh, applications for for other uh, for other materials. Well, you know, Evan, you are talking partially to mushroom country, Kennett Square, Pennsylvania, just above the state line, and who knows, this could be a whole new outgrowth for the mushroom industry in this country. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly really interesting. Paul Stamets is a fascinating character. I mean, he's uh, he's worked with uh, mushrooms for a long time. He got his start as, as kind of, he described himself to me as a, a long-haired hippie who, uh, <laughs> who uh, you know, his, his first introduction to mushrooms was from his photographer brother, who's, who's somewhat, somewhat famous in the Seattle area, and it was magic mushrooms. And so that, that spurred his Uh-oh. interest. And, um, yeah, and, and, but, got, you know, now he runs a, a mushroom farm and a business and a, a sort of a, a market, and he's got a, dozens of employees. Um, and, uh, you know, this, this initial interest in the, uh, the, psycholog- or the, the psychedelic effects of mushrooms uh, has really spawned an entrepreneur and a, a businessman and, and also, you know, a scientific. Well, well would that be something? First, we have the cannabis revival, then we have the mushroom revival, going back to Jefferson <laughs> Airplane and mushroom records, and uh, my, uh, my mind is darting back to the 60s and 70s and psychedelic and music and all that, but uh, we're a little bit off topic there. But very interesting, and so I'm sure you'll have more on the Seattle Times website as you get more on, on this story, but it looks like something we're going to want to follow, because a lot of people, even ordinary folks, understand the relationship between bees and pollination and our food and, and all the rest in the world. Thank you, Evan. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Really appreciate your time. All right, Evan Bush, staff reporter, Seattle Times, seattletimes.com, whether a mushroom extract could help save the world's plunging bee population. Uh, If you want a link to that article, I put one up on my uh, Friday weekend open forum blog at WDL.com. Just look for blogs and then go to the story near the bottom of that lengthy piece, and you can get that for you if you want to indulge further.